The art of relationships is copyrighted, no use, in part or full, is to be used without express written consent from myself, Greg Dzinski, or The Art of Relationships. Thank you much. Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor, Greg Dzinski's, also known as Master G, The Art of Relationships will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. He will also welcome live calls from listeners and help him with these very challenges. Heard of the old repetitive and tiresome tit-for-tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, but to some of us, he is simply known as Master G. Welcome back, everybody, here in Michigan, out east, after Sunday nights, well, in Michigan, maybe Monday, Monday nights, uh, blizzard, bust my ass, shoveling snow, uh, that's why I apologize, I wasn't on there Sunday, it was a mess, but anyways, we're back here, Wednesday, hump night, I always say hump night, don't I, I could say humping night, that might be even better, but... Does Wednesday always have to be the humping night, or can it be any other day of the week? Anyways, <laughs> I'm Greg Dzinski, your host. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. Make sure, <clears throat> write this number down, 586-212-4196. You can also give me a shout uh, on the live chat, right? So, give me a call, 586-212-4196. And again, my name's Greg Dzinski, licensed professional, sorry, counselor in the state of Michigan and relationship and sex specialist. And talking about this evening about, uh uh-oh, something happened. Uh-oh, maybe my phone. Sorry. Hopefully everybody can hear that. My earphones were going nuts. So I apologize for that little faulty voice action going on. Like, what the hell? Okay. Um, talking about parenting differences, and you hear about this a lot. And I talked about, you know, parenting aspects, whatever, a while back. But I want to center on... Uh, parenting differences and believe it or not it is a growing growing reason why people divorce and like i said numerous shows ago divorces for second marriages is 65 percent and most of them come to the forefront of parenting differences and stepchildren and all that going up not to mention getting mixed with uh crazy axes, right? Not all axes are crazy, but they add to the pile of crap that creates issues and terrorizes a relationship. So gonna cover in differences in parenting and maybe what to do about it, and how you guys can be a team instead of rip each other's 
eyes out, if you will, are ripping the relationship apart, okay? Trying to provide some insights. Again, give me a call, 586-212-4196, okay? I'd love to hear your comments and insights. Maybe you've been through this. Maybe you're currently going through this and you're driving each other uh nuts okay and you're wondering what's going on why can't they see my way why can't they see my way and you guys turned it into a battle of course turn it into a battle of hitting on right right or wrong like a lot of tit for tat issues and relationship dynamics i work with in my office and parenting is ooh, you know what you have probably Communication, that tends to be the be-all, right? And that's a blanket statement. Um, That's another show. Um, But there's a lot underlying to the communication aspect. Of course, sex differences is probably number two. Number three are differences in parenting. And it drives the relationship crazy and nuts. And one person thinks... This is the right way. The other person thinks this is the right way. And coming from different, you know, backgrounds, you know, how were you raised and all this, this could also create a huge issue why you're having problems. And then you start looking, right? One's being the good parent. Everybody knows this. Good cop, bad cop. One being the good parent and the other one, whatever, being the jerk or the dick, or the bitch, in the kid's eyes. And that's a shame. It shouldn't happen. And I'm going to get, maybe, provide some insights to remedy those situations so it doesn't destroy your relationship. However, if you are so set in your ways that this is right, this is wrong, or maybe what happens if your gut's telling you it's totally wrong and... Your partner is got telling him or her it's what I'm doing is totally right and this is totally wrong. Then what do you do? And you think about this. If this drives you nuts and drives a wedge in between your relationship, think about this too. Thus, the reason I'm doing this show and actually was a suggested topic. So is... That Oh, crap. Where was I? Brain fart. Sorry. Anyways, that it drives a wedge between you guys, as everybody knows. However, you think about, think about this. You have those parenting differences. What the hell is it going to be like when you're divorced because of these differences? Are those going to change or what the hell happens? And then you start playing what? One parent against the other. I'm the better parent. Kids want to spend more time with me. And you start playing that battle. And we know what. Parents don't play that shit, do they? Unfortunately, too many parents do that. Not all in divorce situations. But we don't want divorce, right? We want to help remedy the situation where you guys can get maybe uh, relatively on the same page with the parenting dynamics, okay? Again, I'm going to hit me up, 586-212-4196, and 
The live chat is up, so hit me up on that with your insights and questions. I'd love to hear from you, right? And if you think I'm full of shit out of it, please tell me. I'm a guy. I can take it, okay? Check out uh, Facebook, too. You can look up on me. Oh, and the forthcoming, my forthcoming book, hopefully mid and uh, March at the latest, I'm shooting for. I have an excerpt. Adult content only. It's on my Facebook page and the Art of Relationships Facebook page. You can check that out. It's juicy. Don't let your underage kids read it, okay? I said it's adult content. It's juicy. It's to hopefully highlight and entice your love juices and your horniness and your maybe your sexual maturity and being okay with your own sexual identity. And it's just a little, little, little bit of taste what is in the sexuality chapter slash chapters I'm going to cover. Of course, there's a lot more than just the physical that's going to go on, but this is giving you a little bit of a teaser. So check that out. Let me know what your thoughts are. Um, pros or cons, like it, don't like it, any insights, believe me, it's in process, uh, book in process now until it comes out first on ebook format before the printed copies are released. Okay. Going back to the parenting differences, whatever, you know, the, the old age format, you have a good parent, bad parent situation. You're like, what the hell is that? Oh, the good parent is the parent that always lets the kids slide on stuff. It's inconsistent. Babies the kids, right? Gives them basically whatever they want and always there to rescue them from the bad parent. Well, I hate to tell you the definition of that good parent. Uh-uh. You're not being a good parent. You're going to be raising spoiled, entitled Brats, and that's I did a show on a while back, so you can listen to that. Entitled kids, no more. And the bad parent, right, is the one that's strict. Maybe has tough rules, all this stuff, and maybe it's considered as controlling, being a control freak. You know, mean. And it's not always. Everyone assumes the control freak and the mean one is dad. No, <laughs> not at all. There's Plenty of couples I work with, the friends, whatever, where dad is the permissive one, letting the kids slide, yeah, whatever, you know, let them be kids, whatever. And mom wants more discipline, more respect. So, again, when I say, you know, the easy parent or the good parent and the bad controlling whatever, um, it's not gender bias at all. These can be either gender okay can be the male female doesn't matter or you know let's face it in uh, lesbian or gay couples now raising kids right so I'm not going to get into that they can be either gender so what happens if you have one that is always rescuing the kids right from the evil one the strict the control freak in the eyes of the kids and always rescuing the kids. This is probably the biggest issue and the biggest complaint I see with couples in my office. And the one parent, they just want to kill each other. 
And it's like, oh, you don't get it. They're my babies, right? I gave birth to them, playing the role of the mother, right? Being maybe the rescuer and everything. Oh, my God, I can't. Their whole livelihood is to protect the kids. I get that, being nurturing. However, and the other parent feels like they're not respected, not listened to, and almost feel like they're pitting the kids against the one. And this is what happens when these battles go on in front of the the child or the kids. And the kids will, of course, go with the one that gets their way all the time and getting, let's face it, whatever the hell they want or getting away with murder, right? And it further isolates the main force in the family, and that's the parents, right? I remember a long time ago I said in nuclear families, not step families, that's different, but nuclear families, the parents, right, they need to be that relationship's number one. The kids are secondary, and a lot of people might disagree, but I'm going to reiterate that. When the kids are out of the house grown, who's left? It's the parents. Hopefully, if they make it that far and don't divorce or dismiss each other or the relationship. So the center point has to be on the parents, not the kids. And if you have one that's always coddling and babying the kid and afraid to give consequences, whatever, and the other one, say, the more strict parent, I say controlling, whatever, and there's a difference, right? Um, You know, maybe the strict parent wants the kids to be responsible, right? Maybe the good, the easy parent wants them to be responsible too, but they feel guilty, so they give in. They're inconsistent. They, oh, they make excuses, right? Oh, the kid's only three years old. Then pretty soon, oh, the kid's only 16. What are we going to do? And then that parent, typically, right, is going to be in my office. Greg, fix my kid, right? Oh, my God, they're disrespectful, mouthy to me, won't listen. And Greg, Fix my teen. They won't listen to me, right? They're inconsiderate, and I'm like, huh, where the hell did this come from? Hmm. Not all of them, but uh, quite a few in that situation. But, you know, the one that's more strict, you want to, you know, how can you balance between being the protector and the guardian to being a responsible parent and hearing each other, right? Maybe... The strict parent, maybe it's the yelling. Maybe the strict parent, and don't have to yell, scream at the kids, whatever. You can be strict without yelling, screaming, belittling, in which I totally disdain, if you will. I totally hate. You don't have to yell and scream and whatever. And I've been guilty of that in the past. You know, I've screamed, whatever. And I'm, like I said, I think a lot of it has to do with your temperament, and I'm usually pretty mellow anyways but maybe that's what's going on and maybe you can be strict but using a firm but yet softer voice there's a difference between being firm and soft than being a total what do you want to call it uh yelling monster that's just not right but anyways yelling screaming and being belittling right you can be strict but you don't have to yell on scream, right? You be consistent. And maybe 
you can, if you're the strict parent and you're sick of the one baby, and maybe you can learn to maybe soften your approach and be still strict. But how do you get the one that always wants to baby and rescue the kids? How do you get them to buy in to be maybe more strict, right? And a lot of times in this situation, it happens when um, the guilt, right? The kids start crying, let's face it. And, oh, my God, your heart wants to rip out, and they're going to be damaged, uh, right? If I don't rescue them, if I don't save them, I can't handle because I feel like a guilty bad parent when, oh, Looks like I might have a caller. Let me see. Hi there, Arda Relations Radio Show. You're on air. Hi, Greg. This is Lisa, and I have a comment about the parenting. Oh, Lisa. Hey, what's happening? Yeah, I'd love to hear from you. What's up? Um, my question is, I just from listening to you, I realize that I am the rescuer. Okay. And... I'm the rescuer. I, I didn't mean to bash head. on air. <laughs> no, no, that's good. I'm like, okay, that's me. I get it now. Well, thank you. you. You know how you should stand, like, united? Like, yes. Against, not against your child, but for your child? Correct. My husband will do, like, the, you're not going to go outside for a year, you know, because he's angry. And I think, okay, why? Well, and he's over, over the top. Right. So what do you do when he says stuff like that, and then I don't back him up, and then he gets upset that I'm not standing behind him? Okay, great. That's a great example, Lisa, and this happens a lot in my office and everything. I want you, this is going to be very hard for you, I want you to, you know, back him up. This is where you say, you know what, your father said this. And you need to support and back them up, even though, it, it, let's face it, it's ripping at your motherhood and your heartstrings. However, I want your husband to go ahead and, you know, you know what, I was ridiculous, you know, grounded for a year, yelling and screaming. He needs to get a hold of himself. And after he's done maybe ranting and raving and going over the top, grounded for a year, I, th- I think people in my age bracket we probably been through all this too you're grounded for the rest of your life type of thing this is where i want him to realize and he needs to apologize to the kids you know why you know what i was over the top i need to work on this however you are grounded da 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 da, da. and i'm always firm on parents you need to give the kids a time frame Okay, if he not a year, but say if he grounds him for a week, it needs to be a week. Like he'll say that, and then I'm like, oh my gosh, that's not realistic. And then he's the first one. He's like, hey, you want to go here? Let's go. Oh, so yeah. So he feels guilty, and then he lets up. No, he. He needs to be consistent, and you, Lisa, need to remind him big time that, you know what, ground the kids, we have to stick to this. And I get that because all of a sudden he feels guilty. He doesn't want the kids to think he's a dick, a jerk, whatever, and then he tries to backtrack, and the kids are going to lose respect because there's no inconsistency. Yeah, dad's just yelling and screaming, but you know what? 
we sort of pout and whatever, and we'll get our way. And as you probably see it, it then it turns around and makes me look like the bad guy. Yeah, and that that can't. I know it happens, but this is where you need to have a talk away from the kids and say, we need to be on the same page. And if if you're one of them's over the top or maybe too soft, this is where you guys got to go and talk outside the kids. Don't do it in front. Go bedroom, whatever, outside, whatever you need to do and say, hey, you know what? Talk about it. And then you guys have a united front you can tell the kids you know what we talked and decided this should this is right this is what's gonna happen you don't go in bad mouth well your mom wanted this but i wanted this um i don't want him doing that i don't want you doing that because that's gonna create more discord and it's gonna create more of an alliance with one parent and the kids versus the two parents the two of you does that make sense yeah, we only have the one, but it's just funny. Yeah, yeah, that's stuff, fine. And then she can see that I'm like, oh, no, just by the look on my face. Right. And he turns it around, and then I'm the bad guy for trying to stick in behind him. No, 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 not at all. He's got to realize, he's got to stick firm, even if he's over the top. You know, if it's whatever, grounding, if they're old enough, take the keys away, whatever, you know, you decide for consequences. But he's got to be very, very um consistent on that and not look at you as the bad lady i should say not a guy but to look at those situations he needs to recognize what the heck he's doing also it sounds like you do too lisa that you are looking at that which is great but you know what we're a team this is going on we're not fighting each other on this you know and i want him to realize you know what yeah i screwed up i shouldn't have did this and i need to make it better may i ask how old your daughter is she is 13 and a half Ooh, yuck no (laughs) but the situation you need to do this because you know lisa as a teen um those boundaries are going to get pushed and they need to be expanded big time as the teens get older but you you got to be a united front now, if not uh, more than anything, with the early teen years. Do you think he's open to you talking to him? Have you have you tried to I've talk to him about this? To, we've talked many times about it. He and he'll even say, "Oh my gosh, that was just ridiculous." Then what happens? Then he'll do it again. And I'm like, I can't stand behind that. I'm sorry. My face reads everything. Right. I do not have a poker face. No, but that that's okay. Like that is sad. She knows just by looking at me like, mom's not going to let that fly. Okay. Then what happens? Then I just kind of don't say anything, and then I give him a look, and we talk about it later, but it, it makes it, you know, it makes our relationship, it kind of pushes us apart to where we have to keep working, which we do, back together, back together, back together. Absolutely. And it, I, that's what I don't want people, and everybody has hiccups, as you know, in relationships, big time. Um, we all do. Me, everybody has had them. So you look at, you know, what is going on here and why is this pulling us apart? And talk about, even talk about if he does feel guilty, Lisa, and that's why he gives in to her. Let's face it, I have a daughter and daddy and daughters. You might get mad, whatever. Then it's like, oh, it's my little baby, my little girl, and the guilt fault. It's daddy's little girl, definitely. Oh, yeah. In a good way. 
No, I believe me, I get that. I'm not saying it's in a bad way. It's in a bad way when the daughters can give us a pouty face and we're like, oh, daddy's girl, we can't, and we give in. And even after yelling, screaming, whatever, at him, and this is where that's cool that you're reminding him, but then he needs to step back. You know what? I'm sticking to this and not give in. Not the year. That's crazy. But you know what? This is your grounded, losing whatever, TV, cell phone, whatever. Um, And this is it. This is for how long, and I'm sticking to it, and he needs to do that. And if he tries to give in, like, behind your back, you need to call him out on it. And you know what? And he needs to man up and said, you know what? I shouldn't have gave it back. You know what? I need, say, your phone now. I shouldn't have done that. I'm sticking to what I said. Yeah. And do you I'm think he's able to do that? I'm such a wimp when it comes. I tell her I'm going to take her phone because that's their lifeline. Oh, I, that's why I mentioned but it. I need it for school. I need it for fifth hour. I need it for to look up stuff for this, for that. And I'm like, oh, okay. It, it, the cell phone is huge. A lot of schools now... Are I mean, they have computers available in the classroom. Oh, yeah. They, they have the tablets now in classroom. So don't let her suck you into that. And I know, you know, you want her to get good grades, do well, you know, and score the best she can, whatever. I get that. However, she needs to be responsible for her actions. Not easy, is it? No, it's very hard. It's it's not easy. I get that. I, I've been there. Um, and you look at the situation. You know what? We're being consistent. You're teaching her responsibility. And I get it's okay for you to feel guilty, but I want that. Uh, you know what? I'm being a good parent. I'm teaching her responsibility and that there's consequences for her behavior. That's being a good parent. And that's where I want you both to look at and look at um, how do we want our kid to turn out? What type of person do we want our kid, our teen, to be? And we all know there's no guarantees, but you want to try to stack the deck in your favor, you know, that there's responsibility, that they're not entitled, that they're appreciative. And if they're playing you and the husband back and forth, that's a place to start. Okay, well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you, and thanks for the topic tonight. (laughs) Oh, you're welcome. (laughs) Thank you so much. Nice hearing from you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Cool. Um, So hopefully I wasn't babbling too much, and I wanted to be clear on that. It's very difficult, and Lisa brought up a very, very common theme that happens um, with a lot of parents, you know, you have one parent that is, you know, let's face it, strict, whatever, and then they feel bad, and then they backpedal, and then the kid's like, starts learning, oh, all we have to do is listen to the mom or dad yell and scream, and they'll say this, but we know after a few hours, maybe a day, we're going to be off ground, and we're going to get our phone back. You have to be consistent, and this is where I want both parents to realize that you're there for each other, not only to console each other, well, one thing, and to be there emotionally, but also to call each other out and to keep each other in check 
with the parenting dynamics and that you want and how you want to raise your kids. When there's total differences, um, like I said, one is babying the kid all the time, and the other one is strict and realize they're raising a spoiled brat or entitled, uh, sassy, mouthy, whatever, and it's tolerated. The one parent that's strict all the time, what's going to happen? You know, mommy will say, oh, they're this age, just no big deal. And this goes on and on. Then the kid starts sticking its tongue out at mom or dad, the strict parent, and starts, you know, rolling the eyes or getting that smirk. And if your parent's out there, you know exactly what the hell I'm talking about. You know, they'll do it in the other parent and they'll make excuses, right? They're going to go ahead. They're going to make excuses big time. Um, You guys got to pull it together and look at what's going on. And if one is a total control freak over the top, wants to beat the kid all the time, that needs to, something's got to be done about that ASAP. On the other hand, if the parent is permissive and letting it get away with murder basically all the time, um, that needs to be handled right away, and that needs to happen like now. Both of them need work and everything else, okay? So this is Greg Dzinski, the Art of Relationships radio show. I am going to take a quick breather, let my voice uh, cool down a little bit, okay? I'll be back in a few seconds. Uh, Give me a call after the break, 586-212-4196. Talk to you in a bit. Thanks. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. She has hand-painted, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one, It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shea on Facebook. She's sitting on the dirt-ridden floor In her formal wear And with one look, I swear she kills me She's loud as hell An embarrassment One crazy bitch But she's lovely And she's addictive My nicotine The one from my dreams in the morning She's vindictive, she makes me wish that girls like this came with warning. And we drive each other absolutely insane But it would be a crime for us to stay
chance There's room for romance in this spiteful little connection Will you take my hand and we can pretend So I say come Hey, welcome back. That was Skyway Traffic, uh, lead singer, musician, one-man show, Skyway Traffic with Eric. Uh, Awesome. Check him out on YouTube, all over the place, okay? Skyway Traffic, awesome, talented, talented uh, young man on all levels, vocalist, musician. So check him out. Bunch of songs, hey. He wrote and also a lot of cover uh, cover songs that he did as well for various uh, groups. So check him out, and hopefully uh, you like him. Hopefully you like that. I think he's pretty awesome. Good guy, too. So this is Greg Dzinski back on the Art of Relationships radio show. Welcome back, and got the caller right before first break and there's a common common theme with a lot of them were that inconsistencies are trying to be the good parent bad parent and you get sucked in emotionally because you know we want what's best for our kids and we want them happy and we don't want to see them miserable and if you do you're messed up upstairs uh but there's a difference between you can still want that, but you don't want to build uh, a lazy, entitled kid. And the parenting differences that cause, I think, very, very much that cause a lot of problems and ultimately is the growing reason in divorces, right? Maybe one parent is treating a kid like the best friend and all of a sudden, The other parent feels isolated and left out, right? That happens a lot. And it's not just, you know, like I said, the gender rule, there is no gender rule because some guys can be the permissive baby in the kids uh, and the mom can be the strict one, right? And Or maybe mom wants dad to back up what she says and the consequences. And dad might say, oh, just cool off. We'll take care of it. We'll let mom cool off. And you're like, right then, you're dead meat because you're undercutting the parent, the other parent's authority and you need to knock that off because that's going to cause big-time problems and it's going to cause trust issues big-time in a relationship. And chances are it will just whittle away and start carving at the relationship and it's going to be a big deal uh and how many parents have a huge difference to a big issue tied in with maybe rules and babying the kids whatever oh my god i want i want our kids to be kids and oh my god be kids as long as possible they don't need chores <clears throat> yes they do <laughs> Period. Yes, 
they do. They need to be age appropriate. But again, this is not about mainly parenting, but also you have one parent that wants to instill maybe responsibility uh, for kids' actions, and the other one wants to do everything for the kid. And this this is a huge thing that goes in with baby and the kid. It's the same concept. One might be stricter, wanting to teach responsibility. Um, I don't, you know, starting at two years old, picking up your own toys or helping them, teaching them this and not allowing it. And the kids, the whine cry, oh, I don't want to want, right? Okay, I'll do it this time because I don't want my kid to hate me and to cry and all this. So here I go. I got to come to rescue the kid. That is going to cause huge, huge friction. And you are simply treating one another, being the parents. You're not treating each other as best friends, right? You're undercutting. And you look at um, teaching kids responsibility, right? Picking up after themselves. They can help out, like I said, doing age-appropriate chores, There's nothing wrong with that. That teaches responsibility. It teaches helping one another. Plus, it's going to give them the skills when they're out on their own or maybe if they get married, right? Or, let's face it, I'm going to marry my mommy and you're going to take care of me, right? Good luck with that. Okay, other aspects, you know, be consistent with each other. And getting back at the beginning of the show, I mentioned about what happens if in your gut or your anxiety saying, I need to baby and protect my kids, and the other one is saying, yeah, protect them, but we also got to teach responsibility and we need to be strict. And you know that in your gut is right because you see how kids turn out. Like I said, there's no guarantees, but... You look at the odds and you take the percentages. This is what's needed to teach responsibility, work ethic, and, you know, you're going to take the hit for your bad behavior and there's going to be consequences because that's the real world. And if you're so stuck in that and, you know, then you look at what do you do and then you start bashing the other one. Let's face it. Kids will always go, right, to the nice parent. They're going to go with the one that kisses their butt, gives them whatever they are. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't they, right? And then it's going to push the other parent out the door. Mom and dad got divorced because mom's a bitch. She is so strict, da 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 right? How many times have you heard that? Maybe it's in your own family that's going on now. Maybe you got siblings, uh, friends that are divorced, and this was a big cause of the situation. And the, it's the parenting aspect, and it's about has to do with your own anxieties as a parent. Um, you know what? Your job is to be a parent. You have to realize this, both of you realize your number one job is to teach and raise healthy, happy, if possible, happy, responsible, disciplined, respectful young adults. That's your job to teach your kids to become this. And 
contribute to society, right? Respect others, all this stuff. And if it's not going to happen, and I've seen it hundreds, hundreds of times where the kids will go with the one parent that doesn't have any discipline, no consequences, and it drives the other parent nuts. We want to stay with the one that has no rules. Why wouldn't you? And the other parent gets pushed away. Do you want that? Some of them will, right? Because let's face it, you want your kids to love you more so you don't lose them and you don't care about your spouse. That is not a good thing. It's not healthy for your relationship and it's not healthy for your kids, okay? So how how do you talk about this and you don't do it like I mentioned with the caller previously you don't do it in front of the kids you don't hold parenting battles in front of the damn kids okay you do it alone within each other and you try to look at and try to be empathetic with each other even if the one is strict or more stricter right reasonably strict you know healthy Good parent, right? Wants boundaries and all that. Might not be over the top. We'll leave that alone for now. But you can go, the one, I understand, right? I get, you know, they're your babies or your baby. You want them to love you. You want them happy and you feel totally responsible for all their emotions and everything. However, I get it, but it's not healthy. Do you want our child or kids to grow up being this way, being responsible, take care of them? And they're going to realize the parent that is very permissive, very easygoing, no consistent consequences, whatever, your kids are not going to respect you. And you're enabling your kids to disrespect the more strict one. Got it? And that will totally destroy your relationship and maybe some of you listening out there are gonna say i don't care i still got my kids oh man that's that's i'm gonna be honest with you that's a pathetic thought and emotional process and that's coming i think from your own insecurities that you don't want to be left alone whatever and you have to look at how do you want to raise your kids are they there to provide comfort? Are they there to take care of your emotional needs? Are they there, right, to always love you and you'll never do anything to jeopardize that? (sighs) And you wonder why parents divorce because of parenting issues, right? So, you know, maybe the strict one can say, you know what, I get it. It's very difficult. However, you know, this is how are kids if they're acting, whatever. And if that doesn't work, seek, please seek a good, 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 good family therapist. And no matter what the other parent or flip that around, the one that's so strict and unbending and not flexible, there's a difference between being flexible and being consistent. Okay. You can be flexible and still be consistent and, you know, apologize. You know what? I was too strict. I shouldn't have said that, da 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 da, da as we talked about with the caller. However, you know, you can have two extremes, a very over-the-top control freak, strict parent, um, overly strict, I should say, and one that's very easy going and 
I shouldn't say easy going, but very permissive and babies a kid um, to rescue them. And if you don't see what you're doing to the relationship and what that causes the relationship, you guys are going to be miserable. You're going to teach your kids what? That you guys are in a team and the marriage doesn't matter. And once that sets in, you're in deep shit. Your relationship, your marriage is in deep shit. And you're looking at, well, at least I'll have my kids to love me and I'll get, right, maybe child support and all this. That's a pathetic way of looking at it. And you're teaching your kids down the road to what? To repeat the same shit you're doing, right? And if one is over the top, right, and the one maybe sees that they're over the top, overly strict, maybe you can tell, you know what, I know you want to be strict. I know you want to raise our kids to be, to listen, right, to be respectful. I get it. It's important. However, you can still tell them you love them. You can still tell them you don't have to be a jerk about it all the time. And what I mean by jerk, it doesn't necessarily mean the dad, ladies listening out to, yeah, it's my husband, whatever, it's, you know, the situation. However, you need to realize those aspects and have a talk. Remember I said that you guys can be there for one another and hopefully you look at that you can listen from one another and try to reach a compromise with the parenting aspect because if you don't, it will destroy the relationship. It's going to be, there's going to be so much resentment set in that it's going to be very, very difficult to undo that, right? And sometimes it takes a professional, a counselor, whatever, like myself or somebody else that knows what the hell they're doing with the parenting dynamics and relationship, marriage dynamics to point out, you know what? Yeah, maybe you need to try this because this ain't working and you guys need to be a united front. You know what? I get it's hard. It's not easy. Maybe you were beat as a kid. Now you're going to be the total opposite, right? And you're going to baby your kids or whatever, Okay, let's face it. It's easy, right? It's a lot easier to give your kids whatever they want, but that's being a lazy parent. That's not being a good parent. And if you're a total strict one, right, I'm going to raise my kids to fear me. Do you want your kids to fear you? And maybe the one that's more baby or permissive, maybe they need to point that out right? Your kids can still respect you. They need to fear that there's going to be consequences, but they don't have to fear you as a total person, right? You want your kids to be able to come to you, but realize they're going to be blunt and there's consequences for your actions. And what happens when these, um, let's face it, when they rip you apart, Okay, and they're going to rip the marriage apart. So you need to talk outside and say, we need to get on the same page. But the number one thing to do that with the parenting difference is to understand 
where each other is coming from and what are they feeling, the anxieties, maybe the fears, maybe fear of not being loved, of being taken advantage of. That's why you're so strict, right? You don't want to be a fool or you're so strict because I'm not going to raise my kid to be a drug addict, uh, a pimp, a hoe, uh, end up in prison. That's why I'm so strict. But there's also consequences that can ruin your kids if you are over-the-top strict, right? So both extremes you have to look at and dig deep. And some people, I'm going to be honest, you can't do that. They won't be able to look at it. They think they're right. They think no matter what, I'm doing the right thing. And it's all based on, a lot of it has to do with anxiety, relinquishing the power, right, of being a control freak because you know, no, and the same thing with you babying your kids or being a permissive parent all the all the time. Another aspect I want to hit on with parenting differences, and this seems to be more prevalent nowadays, and every culture is different, but you have parenting differences on how long or even if you should start about the kids sleeping in the same bed as you. Ooh. And you're having some people, oh, my God, I want them safe. If they wake up, I can be right there. Oh, my God, right? And it's not always the mom doing it. Some dads want that, too. I need to be the protector, and if something's wrong, I'm going to be right there, too. So it's not always the mom. And the sleeping arrangements for the kids, right? Every culture is different. You're going to read bias research from one side of the spectrum to the other, and if that kid is in the same bed with you, whatever, that kid interferes with your relationship, plain and simple. You talk about the anxiety and the fear, right? Oh, my God, especially if there's fertility issues and you've been working and working, fertility, drugs, whatever, working for years, and all of a sudden you have a kid and you start baby and a kid, and a kid tends to be the entity, right? The essence of who you are, and then the relationship doesn't. So you want the kid to sleep with you. You're going to be the protector. I get it. But after a certain point, that relationship needs to return. That needs to be number one. If not, you're going to have chances for a huge chance of divorce, and also of affairs, because one of you are not going to feel important, and it feels like, oh, I'm just here to, uh, what, be a sperm donor, be an egg donor, you know, the woman aspect, and that's all you wanted was a kid. You don't want me. And then there's going to be a huge resentment coming in you need to look at. And if the one parent doesn't want to give in on that, right, Does the other parent have to put up with it? Ooh. Every situation's different, people. Okay? Every situation's different. And you have to look at the consequences, right? And then you're looking at, well, she don't understand me. He doesn't understand me. Ooh. Or you look at, if what I am doing as a parent is this, for the best interests of our marriage and our relationship? Or is it for the best interest of my own 
emotional state that I don't want the kids to be mad at me, right? If your kids are mad at you once in a while as a parent, you're not being a good parent. I'll tell you that right now, okay? If your kid or kids are not mad at you once in a while, I'm not saying on a daily basis, but if they're not mad at you once in a while, you're doing something wrong. You're being too easy. You're being too permissive, okay? You can still have your kids trust you and be able to talk and be open with you. However, there's still going to be consequences, okay? So hopefully the insights um, weren't all over the place. I hope it was centered enough tonight for people to gain you know, some insights and what to do and start talking to one another, of being on the same page, of being you know, good parents, but that you love each other. And you're the reason why those kids are there in the first place, regardless if it was, a, oh, oops, oh, shit, I'm pregnant, or you decided to get married or get live together, whatever, and have kids, right? You are the reason those kids are there. Step families are different, like I mentioned. So you need to do whatever you can, right, to instill that you guys have a healthy, happy, maybe fun, loving, passionate relationship that can reflect on the kids, right? And you guys need to center on that, that the kid's not going to pit mom against dad, dad against mom, that you guys are going to be a united front. And what can you do? to sort of look at what you're doing that isn't working, right? And be able to look in the mirror and also, like I said, be understanding with one, one another. You know what? I get why it's so hard, that, so hard for you to be strict or consequences. I get it. However, we need, you know, my feeling. And if you guys are at separate odds and you can't come to that, I'm going to be... You guys are going to have a miserable relationship or marriage, and one parent's going to feel ostracized and not part of the family and part of the marriage, right? And the kids are going to realize that that's not healthy for the kids to be raised that way. There's going to be an affair happen, and you're going to bash, oh, my God, how'd you cheat on me? Why'd you cheat on me? Well, I'm telling you why that happened. Or maybe all three of them, or all those two are going to happen, right? And you're going to end up in a divorce. So you have three options. You're going to be miserable, but you're going to coexist, right, for the best interest of the kids, which is bullshit. Or one's going to have an affair because they feel they're not even involved. They don't even matter as a parent, right? And, oh, and or you're going to end up in a divorce, okay? I don't want to see that happen to anybody out there, okay? So hopefully this show tonight provides some in- insights for you guys to be more of a team in what's going on, okay? Or your relationship or marriage will probably dissolve, sadly, and I don't want that. I want you guys to be happy, be committed to one another, love each other, support each other on all levels, right? This is what it's all about. Make sure to check me out. My website, theartofrelationships.guru, G-U-R-U. Check me out on Facebook. And 
What else? Trying to think what else. Oh, um, also, check out uh, YouTube. The shows are on YouTube. That's another place you can listen to the shows as well. On YouTube, download the free Art of Relationships radio show phone app. Download it. The Google Play Store or on iTunes for Apple devices, okay? Easy, easy to find. Hopefully, you can listen to the show without trying to find the show every time, okay? Much appreciation. Thank you, everybody. Much love. Out of here till Sunday. Everyone be safe out there. Much love again. Take care. Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor, Greg Dazinski's, also known as Master G, the art of relationships will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. He will also welcome live calls from listeners in helping with these very challenges. Heard of the old repetitive and tiresome tit-for-tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, but to some of us, he is simply known as Master G.